Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to this month's edition of Corey Has a Guest. This month, I was joined by none other than Teresa De Pasquale. She was incredible. She's an author of two books. She's a mom. She is an entrepreneur. She is a badass who does whatever she wants when she's ready to do whatever she wants because that's how we should all live our fucking lives. And I think we could all learn a lot from this episode and this conversation. And we need more people like this in the world. Go-getters who are not only go-getters, but they also share their knowledge and their journey with everyone else to let people know, hey, 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 you can do it too. All right, everybody, so enjoy the show. And uh, we'll talk real soon. Later. Hello, America, and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Guest. Today, I have a very special guest, someone I've been looking forward to talking to, and I'm happy that she was able to make some time to come on the show. Welcome, Teresa De Pasquale. Wow, I'm impressed. You actually said my name correctly. I did. I did my homework. <laughs> like that is unusual. Usually, people butcher my last name, so thank you. That was awesome. You got it. What do you get the most when people butcher your last name? Deepest squall, deepest, uh, they think it's French, and I'm like, no, it's just deepest squally. Yeah, well, there, here we go. No, I'm happy that I was able to nail it. <laughs> it would be awkward if, like, the top of the show, I said your name wrong. It's, a, it's not, honestly, I always laugh. It's like an icebreaker, so I'm used to it. Yeah, I guess so, right? I actually ran into someone that I know uh, recently at the airport, and her name is Anna, but I called her Amanda. <laughs> I called her Amanda by accident. Oh. And I was with my wife and I was like, oh, this is Amanda. <laughs> Cause I know her like through fitness and stuff. Yeah. And uh, she's like, it's Anna, but it's okay. And I'm like, oh man, damn. Like I'm introducing you to my wife and she's like, this is like a, we're in the airport. It's stressful, you know, but whatever. I still, I've been thinking about it for weeks, but um, <laughs> I've been thinking about it for weeks. But uh, so Teresa, um, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, just, uh, I would love for you to give a little background on yourself and, um, tell, tell my listeners what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I own a social media agency. However, my entrepreneurial journey did not start in the marketing world. It actually started in the fitness world. Um, I'd say probably how old am I now? Oh gosh, it's too much math. Let's see. <laughs> 17 years ago. Oh, wow. When nice. I say that, I'm like, I'm like, wait, how old am I? Okay, so 17 years ago, I got into fitness because uh, I used to be super unhealthy, actually. And I ended up just kind of going to college, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life, ended up taking, you know, the prerequisites that you have to take. And I had to take a human biology class. And I took the class and I like learned how the body worked. And I was like, whoa, like I am literally poisoning myself because I was super sick. I had like allergies, ADD, eczema, like I was just a mess. And I, at that point, completely changed my whole diet, started exercising, stopped smoking, stopped drinking sodas. And as you can imagine, my health and my entire life changed. And oh, so yeah. that back then that really motivated me because I realized that I think a lot of people, it's just, they don't know better. They're not educated. They have no idea like what it means to be healthy. They think health is like dieting and weight loss. Um, so I became really inspired to get in the fitness industry and educate people. I felt like it was kind of my obligation to help educate people on like, no, this is like what health is. 
so I ended up opening gyms. Um, I had a couple of gyms for a few years and that was, you know, a lot, obviously as a new mom with two babies. So I ended up kind of getting sick. I sold one of them, closed the other. I actually ended up doing bankruptcy. It was a very, very stressful time in my life, but that led me to, I took a break for about a year and I was kind of trying to figure out what to do with my life. And Instagram had just started. And I was like, you know what? Like I've never done competitive fitness and it scares the living shit out of me. So I'm going to do a show. So I ended up committing to do this fitness show and I started kind of just posting my journey on Instagram. Like I remember actually starting to use Instagram and I had no idea how to make a post. I don't know if you remember when you started, but like, I was like, how do you use this thing? It's so frustrating. I couldn't figure it out. So I finally figured it out. I was like posting my fitness journey and it caught on really quickly and people started following me and they were like super interested in this whole fitness journey. And of course my business side kicked in and I quickly figured out how Instagram worked. And so I was doing all this fitness stuff. And then I was simultaneously building other pages on Instagram, like marketing pages. And I just grew this huge following. I remember I grew to like 10,000 followers super fast. And I was like, you know what? I think there's a business here. So I wrote an ebook, a fitness ebook. It was called Bikini Mom Secrets. And uh, I sold the ebook. And I remember I made like $5,000 in one day. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is way better than working at business. Yeah, I was like, why have I not been doing this my whole life? Like, what is this? And so that kind of just eventually, um, I just kept building and building it. I built a huge fitness brand. I changed the name to Bikini Boss Fitness. Um, I actually ended up turning pro in competitive fitness and became a coach. And so I had at one point a team of over hundred girls that I coached for competitive fitness. Um, it was a really big business. So I was in WBFF. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes. Kind of yes. Like the, the showy pageantry one more than the NPC. Um, so I did that for a couple of years. And as my brand was building, my Instagram was growing. My other pages were growing. I ended up writing a book. I had an app and I did all the fitness things. So this is a separate book apart from the bikini bus. Yeah, no, this is an actual published book. I got a publisher, like a deal, a publishing deal and wrote a book. And um, that was called, it was called uh, Boss to Bikini. Because through my time in entrepreneurship, I realized that like most people know what they're supposed to be doing. They just don't do it because of the mindset component. So it's really, I, I felt like at that time, this is probably back in like 2015, like nobody still in the fitness industry was talking about mindset, even though that's the most important part of anything. Yeah. I feel like people have only been like now talking about mindset, like in yeah. the last like three or three, four years, maybe. You know why? Because in marketing, they teach you, nobody wants to buy that. And I'm like, it's not about if they want to buy it. You have to, you have to educate them on like why they need it. So that's where I was like, I'm going to put out this book that no one else is talking about. It talks about it doesn't matter if you want to be successful in business, in your relationships, in life, it's all the same thing, which is your mindset, right? And like the discipline and the work ethic and being productive and how to manage all these things. Because when I was running that business and competing and juggling motherhood and everything, people were like, how do you do it? And I'm like, you have to have the right mindset. Oh, right. yeah. So I wrote that book. Um, the book actually did extremely well. I, when I came out the first day that it launched, I beat Harry Potter's book for the hot new release. Mm -hmm. Whoa. So I crushed it. Yeah, yeah. And Congrats then, on that. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool. It was Harry Potter is hard to beat. Yeah, it was a, it was a good day. Um, so that was super cool. And I just, I did all those things and I kind of just got to a point where I also had some personal things going on. My grandma had passed away and I kind of got into this funk where I just started feeling like fitness was changing and it was like less about health and it was more about like how you look. And oh, totally. it, was, it was kind of my internal like existential crisis of like, I can't sell this anymore because I'm selling abs and all the, you know what I mean? Like I can't do it. So I ended up like selling my fitness business and starting a completely new business which kind of fell in my lap. 
because I've been doing consulting and Instagram marketing for myself, building a successful brand for the past, whatever, 10 years. Yeah, yeah, and sure. I was kind of doing it on the side, helping people, but it wasn't until my mentor, I actually joined a mastermind group to learn online marketing. And my mentor was like, you know, you're really good at this. Like you should probably consider doing this like as a thing, like full time. And I was at that point, I was like so tired of the fitness stuff. And I was like, hmm. And so I literally just sold the business and started a completely new business. And it's like two and a half years later and it's grown, it's huge. And that's amazing. That's so, congratulations on all that. And that's huge. Like, and I just have so many questions. Like, so it's interesting to me that you went from becoming a WBFF pro, which for my listeners who don't know, that's like, uh, it's world, it's women's bikini fitness fashion. Yeah. Yeah. You're close. Yep. It's world beauty fitness fashion. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Why'd I say women's dudes can wear bikinis too. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do. Trust me. They're tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you went from that to being like, wait a minute, but I'm like, it's easy to be in that world and lose sight of what health actually is. Yes. And like the, and because there's a lot of aesthetic stuff. I mean, and we see a lot of this on social media for me as a personal trainer, I have to talk to my clients constantly about who they're looking at and who they think is like preaching a good message or giving them actual facts versus who's just like, maybe just naturally just has this body and, or went and bought their body even, and no, you know, like, and is telling you all these workout things that they didn't even do themselves. Like, And, and then not even, not to mention even just like your own self image and your, your perception of self is just like, all that stuff is, is huge in terms of just getting up every day and doing what you have to do. So it's like, it's, it's pretty, it's like major that you uh, yeah. have it, been it, able to just. A mind, a mind F too. I don't know if you curse on here, but. Oh, I, we curse like crazy. Oh, good. Okay. It's a mind fuck. Are <laughs> 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 okay, we doing the beeps? Um, it gets me a mind fuck too, because when you do that for so long, you start getting this unhealthy view of like what you should look like. And it got to a point where I'm like, anytime I had any excess body fat and I'm like, I'm so fat, like you get dysmorphia. And I'm like, what oh, am I yeah. doing? and what am I showing? So my daughter was really young when I was competing, but as she started getting bigger and I'm like, what am I showing my daughter? I'm sitting here checking my abs in the mirror. Like, I'm not okay with this. Like, I don't want her growing up thinking that if she has a tiny bit of fat in her stomach, she's not worthy. So right. for me, like, that was kind of like, holy shit. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want her growing up seeing this lifestyle. It's not health. It's not, it's fake. It's not health. It's not health. And it's funny, like, actually, most of the clients that I train are happen to be women. And um, I just always like to make sure that even, because even like from a perspective of me as a man talking to a woman about her body, like, I always am like, very cautious of obviously like what I say, and I want to be a professional and everything, but also like to let people know, like, your body, you're going to get to the best version of yourself. You yeah. need to feel good about what you look like. Like, and this is not all about like your aesthetics. This is about just like being healthy. Being healthy. Yeah. And I used to say when you're actually healthy, like mind, body, and spirit, which I think a lot of competitors aren't because we're beating ourselves down so much with our lifestyle, you're going to look great anyways, because your body is like kind of in harmony. And so like now I train way less than I used to. I eat totally healthy, but I just, I'm a kind of like intuitive eating. I do fasting, you know, but I eat super healthy. And like, I feel like I look better now than I did when I was killing myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of counterintuitive, but it's like, you're saying that I think you get to a point where they start thinking like the only success is if you have like shredded abs and that's not, that's actually not what it's about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
I think it's cool too that you said uh, like so you started learning about about health and stuff like that. I feel like the health part really kind of maybe and I don't know if you would agree or not, but maybe helped you to get to a place where you can like look at everything else because you like learned about the body and was like, wait a yeah. minute, okay, exactly, this is how I should treat myself. And then you started looking at other things like you started seeing opportunities elsewhere, and you kind of got like this hustler spirit at the same time. So you're just you're building and you're sharing. I think I think the coolest part about what you do is that you share a lot of your your learnings with other people. And I think a lot of people don't do that because if you're in a position where you've you can share and you do have a platform and you've been on your journey and found success, like I think it's it's important. I think it's cool that you you share that with other people. Yeah. I mean, I talk about that a lot. Like this is where I've always felt like it was my obligation because I was in that situation and I didn't know and so I feel like now that I know it's my obligation to help other people you know kind of like learn the same thing that I learned because it really did honestly it changed my life and that's why now even as an entrepreneur in marketing fitness is still and health is still a huge part of my life I mean oh for sure it's never going to go away just because I don't do it for a li- you know a living doesn't mean it's not you know still really important to me absolutely as long as you're alive health should probably just be yep. prioritized <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know so you uh so you live in Florida did you grow up in in florida yep i'm born and raised in tampa which is like super rare that's crazy we actually were me and my wife were in tampa in april we were in tampa um for the first time we actually passed through there and i was like man like this is this is why tom brady came down here like this is nice like i didn't know because i don't know a lot about florida and i'm from new york I've, i've lived here my whole life um, but so I've been, I've been to like the Fort Lauderdale airport once years ago. And then like, so I was like in Daytona during Jeep week and I was oh, like, gosh. this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I went to Tampa I to buy Jeep week in Daytona. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was a different world. That shit was insane. Tampa, yeah. Tampa is, I, I love it here because we're finally becoming a city, but I enjoy it's not New York city. It's not Miami. It's not so crazy that it's like nonstop. It's kind of more laid back and chill, but we yeah. have, we're getting like the good restaurants and like, you know, a little bit more of a scene, but it's still like super laid back. And I, I, I like living here and raising a family here, you know, and it's kind of our hidden gem. People don't know how pretty it is here. It's really beautiful. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, I just told everybody. What about, <laughs> and like, like clear, don't clear water. Here. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have a condo in Florida beach. That's my favorite. Clearwater Beach is absolutely beautiful. It gets voted like I think the best beach in Florida like every freaking year. It's gorgeous. You know what's funny? We were by Clearwater Beach and I was like, we should go to see like is the water because we didn't make it. We were somewhere else. We were like Uh, by you have to come next time. It's beautiful. We gotta come. I think we're gonna be there again next month. So so possibly, but yeah, I mean it's beautiful. I didn't know a lot about Florida. Like my perception was basically just like what I saw in memes and just like I knew when I was a kid. People wrestling <laughs> alligators with cigars hanging out of their mouth. Yeah, like it's like or mullets. It's people like with why, mullets. Yeah, people with mullets or like That's that mullet. one guy that was on bath salts and he tried to he oh attack the other guy that one time. That, I was like, is that what's happening down there? I mean, we we definitely do have some of that. I mean, it's just like anywhere else. It's New York City. You get the crazy bums that are pissing their pants on the corner of the street. I mean, you're going to get the crazies with the normal people. Oh, for sure. We definitely have, like, there's an interesting dynamic here because it's, you know how, like, in a city when they say, like, over the train tracks, but ours is, like, over the train tracks is, like, the trailer trash, you know, redneck country, bath salt. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Crazy people. 
<laughs> it's like you got to find something to kill the time i get it oh my gosh you yeah. know well about an hour north of here is where i'm from and it was a lot of cow pastures and like land so where i'm from and this is why we moved and i'm not raising my kids there is it, at one point it was like the number one oxy capital in the world wow nothing to do out there besides drugs so i'm like i am not raising my kids here i'm gonna move to the city and be like away from the craziness no, and I'm not saying sure. everybody's like that, but to your point, if there's nothing to do, people get into negative things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I grew up in a, I grew up in a rough neighborhood in the Bronx and like, I came out of there. Okay. But I know people that didn't, <laughs> and I know what was going on there, you know, like, and I same, like when I start having fa- a family, having kids and stuff, like definitely wouldn't want to live there with them. Nope. You know? So I totally get it. It's funny too, how, on the flip side of that coin like people that are from there that don't intend on leaving that type of lifestyle will sometimes almost like get mad at you for leaving it's like like i don't get that either but that's just it's it's just like success in general when they say isn't it funny how like the people you know don't support you but like the people you don't know are your biggest fans on instagram or whatever but it's because you leaving reminds them that they are capable of of doing that themselves right yeah production like they hate themselves because they're stuck there but they hate you because you remind them of that yeah 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 very true very true that's um so you got this thing called capture social group right and you post you posted this thing the other day that i thought was really cool because i've fallen into this trap of promoting posts on instagram right with like putting a bunch of money into it like man we just shot this really funny video um and the engagement is different now obviously i still don't quite understand it i I feel like i need to you know take some lessons from you obviously but uh you put all this money into it so people could see it and you said that that's a that's not a good idea and um i was just like huh (laughs) i did because here's the thing is instagram's a business right? And they make money when people are using their platform and they sell ads, right? So when you start going into their ads platform and they know that you're going to pay for it, they know you're going to pay for it. So essentially what happens is basically like when your account, when you start running ads, it's like your account kind of goes into like a different algorithm platform, right? So it's going to affect your reach because your organic reach goes down because you are now in the paid ads because they know you're going to pay for it. So what I tell people is that If you're going to do that, be prepared to continuously always have to pay for it because it crushes your reach. So what I teach is an organic strategy, which for those of you that aren't really in marketing, that just means you're not paying for a reach, right? Reach means how many eyeballs and people are seeing your content. So if you're doing it organically, that's like through shares of your content, you know, hitting the hashtag threads, hitting the explore page, things like that. So you can really get a lot of reach and grow on Instagram organically if you know how to do all that stuff. But you like what I teach is one train track and then the paid is like different train track. So understand what train track you want to be on and what destination you want to go to. So that's how I teach people. No, that's really cool. What would you tell someone who says who, because I think this is foolish myself, but people who I hear people say things like, I hate social media, but I also don't know where else to promote anything that I do it's like isn't that isn't it the only place right now really if you want to reach as many people as possible I mean I think we're all in the same boat I don't there's not a lot of people who are like waking up everybody like I'd love to you know 
it's it's a necessary evil right people are on social media if you want to be able to get exposure to your business you got to go where the people are not social media and even if you are not on social yourself but you want to use paid marketing for your business you've got to go on social media i mean you could do like google adwords but you're still going to have to go where the people go because there's different types of marketing right google adwords is like people are searching for you but if people don't know about you you have to do what they call interruption marketing, which is like, you have to go on the social media platforms and get in front of their base. Huh. So it's just one of those necessary evil things that, you know, I think a lot of us are in the same boat, but you have to look at it this way too. Social media is great for a lot of things. I mean, at the end of the day, like think about this. I don't know about you. I don't love Facebook, but I love the fact that I can stay connected with my family in New York. I know all of them are doing it to see their kids and like stay connected. So there are some positives with social media. Oh, yeah, for sure. We got to look at both sides of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's people that I haven't seen in a long time that Facebook reminds me of people's birthdays. Yeah. You can't remember (laughs) everybody's birthday. That's crazy. So, you know, I get like an email alert. I don't have Facebook. I recently found out about this this, uh, thing that there are Facebook groups that are for whatever town or village you live in or wherever you live. And it's like... And people like my mother-in-law was telling me that some lady was on there like whoever's walking a blue dog, uh, whoever's wearing a blue shirt, walking a, a, a yellow lab, the lab shit in front of my house. And she <laughs> didn't pick it up. And I was just like, so she just blasted her on the on the fucking this Facebook group for the neighborhood. That's great. This reminds me of the ring doorbell. Have you ever seen the? Do you do you have a ring or you probably in an apartment in New York City? But we have it's called like the ring doorbell, which is like the video doorbell. And I'm like it basically puts you in this kind of social media thread for everyone in your neighborhood and your community. And people post shit like that all the time. And I'm like, do these people have anything better to do with their lives and sit in on the ring doorbell thread and post about people's dog shitting in their yard? Yeah, no, it's either that or bath salts. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Exactly. (laughs) God. Yeah. People are insane. But yeah, yeah, I'm on one for where I used to live and I don't go on it. I just remove myself. I thought it'd be kind of funny to get on one and like, like troll a couple of people but but like as of catfish you know I, I also think that uh it's cool that catfish became a common term i don't i have honestly i don't know the origin of that why well, do, why do we call it a catfish do you have an answer yes i do have an answer for you <laughs> nice i get to know share, something share with me so all right so this guy named neve shulman uh who is the host of the show on MTV catfish years ago, him and his, his brother, I believe shot a documentary about him having a long distance relationship with a girl. And he was young. He was probably like in college and he's just got this back and forth. I love, like they say, I love you to each other and shit like that. Like this shit was getting real. Yeah, yeah. And so he finally decided that he was going to meet her in person because this relationship went on for a long time yeah um and when he goes to meet her it turns out that she was like some like older woman like old like i'm talking like probably like in her 60s or something this kid he was a young kid she was like in her 60s she was like just this lonely older woman who uh just really enjoyed his company who used someone else's pictures right to get his attention and um at the end, this guy gives this really cool speech. And I'm not going to say the speech because I don't remember it. 
but it's like almost like you get emotional, you know, like this is older guy. I think he like helps take care of the woman or something. And he's like, but he also uh, he goes catfishing for catfish. And he was talking about how the catfish are like amazing animals, but they're like elusive and da, 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 da. he like talks. He gives this like really cool thing about catfish. And so they called the documentary Catfish. Interesting. Based on this guy's speech. But then it became like because of what happened in the documentary, it became yeah, like the true. word. You got yeah. Interesting. See, you learn something new every day. There you go. <laughs> so it became huge man like people catfish and it's so crazy too now like when i look at these filter a friend of mine uh, uh she's an actress in new york and she um she did this whole story the other day about uh just how filters like how the filters on instagram have like she's like people don't look like this like this is crazy and it's like and she's just going through a bunch of different ones like and that because I feel like I know I know some people that I actually know in real life and I see them using these crazy filters and I'm like, I'm sure that dudes are sliding in your DMs left and right and you don't look like this. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> that shit is crazy. And I'm just like, man, this is like really something, man. This is because also I saw an article about how much that that's happening but also on the other side of that it's like really fucking people's self-esteem up totally completely you know yeah you, i mean you don't see yourself without it and you don't see other people like imagine being a kid growing up in this world seeing like all these perfect edited images and filters and like that is not what these people i, I see it all the time and i laugh like i'm not i'm not opposed to using sun filters yeah I mean, no of course to be completely honest with you as someone doing social media like i will retouch photos i tell my clients to do it not to where you look like a playboy model and you're like blown out and ridiculous but like when i'm looking at a photo i don't know about you but i don't want to see people's like pores and it's just it distracts from the message so yeah, like, clean it a up little editing is okay but the filters that like change the size of your nose and your face and i'm like okay when do we draw the line here because now you don't even look like yourself like it's crazy. Yeah, you look like a totally different person. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I don't mind like this, you know, ones that like make the light or the smooth or whatever, but some of them are just way over the top. They make your lips bigger. They change the shape of your eyes. I'm like, this is insane. It's so crazy. It's like and I you know, like you said, like I I, I do agree. Like if you back in the day, the only place you would see uh, a photo where someone looked really fucking like perfect was like if you picked up a magazine, right? Yeah, like and, model. they're like perf- like you know edited to flawless. Like that's that's yeah what yeah. Like your airbrush. Like if I was on the cover of Men's Health, which is a dream of mine, give me a call, Men's Health. <laughs> if I was on the cover of Men's Health, and I'm on like I would want them to make me look like a fucking god, right? Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just like to just be casually changing. Like, like people pay to get reconstructive surgery done, but yeah. you can actually just do it in this little. But then you become like obsessed because then when you look at the mirror and you don't look like that, you're like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And that's what that's what the article was about. You know, that's what the article was about. And like to your point of saying, like, I have a daughter, and I want to make sure, like, that's got to be kind of I'm sure at the top of your mind often when you when you think about stuff like this. Like, I want to make sure that my kids are, uh, you yeah. know, like they're able to navigate this world. Yeah. I mean, my kids weren't on social media for a long time, but they're getting to the age now where they like, my daughter is wanting to be more on like Snapchat or, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest thing is honestly, like who they hang around with in real life. You know, I don't let them hang around with kids that are going to be acting like that and like 
doing that. And it's just really having parents that are involved because I tell her like, for example, she's always loved makeup and loves to play with makeup because she's super artistic and creative. And I'm like, you can totally play with makeup, but you don't need it to be beautiful. It's like art, you know, like yeah, yeah, for sure. expression of art. And so like, that's what she thinks makeup is. Like, I don't tell her that we wear makeup to like look pretty. So when she uses like the silly filters on the Snapchat and stuff, like she's not thinking, she's not doing it to make herself look beautiful. She's like being silly. Yeah. It's, and it's uh, a hobby. It, like she likes to do that. That's, and that's yeah, cool. Yeah. So she's not to the point yet. Like she has an Instagram and I see who she follows and like, she's not on it a lot. It's like, it's not her thing yet, but I'm waiting. I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm not ready for her to get in the Instagram world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and it, it, it's so hard to avoid too. It's, but it it's definitely it stressful as a parent, especially because mom does social media. I've done social media. Right. Right. So it's like it's like if you're covered in tattoos and your your kid is like 12 and he's like, I want a tattoo. Yeah. And I, you know what I tell them? Don't get him till you're 30 because I got the worst one when I was 17 and I hate it. So what, what'd you get? What mom did. I have a tramp stamp on my back. The freaking butterfly that I got when I was like 17 or 18. And I'm like, this is why you're not getting a tattoo till you're like 30 because when you're 30, you like the tattoos. See, but now a tramp stamp is like a throwback. You know what oh I mean? Oh my God. I I one- you know why? It's like, I could go get it lasered off, but at the end of the day, do I really give that much of a shit? I don't know. No, it's also behind you, like literally. But and- it's part of my journey. Like at that point in my life, that's what I was doing. And it, it's on me. It is what it is. And it's a butterfly. And my whole theme is like, you know, I'm social, your social butterfly. Social butterfly. It actually so worked I, out. I put a post up. It's funny. I've always liked butterflies, but I don't know why. And I put a post up on my Instagram. I don't know if you read it, but um, probably in the last year or so, I got a natal chart, my natal chart read. Okay. You know what that is? uh not really actually okay so they take it's not it's like astrology but it's not like stupid like today you're gonna have a great day and you know feel abundance it's literally they take your birth date and time and map out where like all the planets were the sun the moon the stars like everything and it's physics and they do math and then they can like it's predictive they can tell you about yourself based on where everything was when you were born whoa yeah it's super cool so i have my natal chart read and I've actually had it done twice and both of them told me the exact same thing that my entire life's purpose is to help people transform. Wow. That is great. And that's what you do. Well, that's what I mean. So I did that through fitness, but now I'm doing it through social media because what I do with entrepreneurs is I feel like I help them transform because when people come to me as like entrepreneurial expert, a lot of times they're just starting, they're all heart centered, like amazing people that have like a message to help people. A lot of them with health and wellness or motivational speakers or whatever. And I transform their lives because I give them the confidence by showing them like what works, how to get their message out there. So I'm kind of still doing the same thing, but it's funny. I'm like, I don't know. I've always been drawn to butterflies and apparently that's why. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. I was actually just talking about butterfly. I remember when I was a kid, my uh, my mom, anytime we saw a butterfly, she would like get it to land on her hand or something. I thought it was like a superpower. <laughs> you know that definitely is i'm i love where i live we have like a super lush like tropical backyard and they all fly around back here and i'm like oh i was like i'm admiring the butterflies (laughs) that's like that's like relaxing too it is i love 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 our backyard it's so beautiful and peaceful i actually one time went to the um they had at the botanical garden they had like this butterfly exhibit and they had butterflies but there are there were also moths there too Mm -hmm. and i found out that moths there's like a couple of differences between moths and butterflies. And one of them is that moths don't have mouths. Interesting. Another thing that I just learned today. Isn't that crazy? They have like this, <laughs> there's like this little straw thing that comes out and they, it's weird. It's like, 
It's like imagine you just had a built-in straw that just came out of your mouth and they stick it into the the flower and they like suck out whatever nutrients they I mean, want. I guess that could be considered a mouth though, no? Isn't that kind of a mouth? I guess. I mean, it's a different kind of mouth. You are you are a wealth of interesting, useless information. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know what it is. When I can't when I can't sleep at night, I'm just reading about I'm reading about the weirdest shit <laughs> for this reason. Changes Instagram to weird shit that you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that? Oh God, sometimes I have to stop myself. Like I'll be somewhere and I'll overhear a conversation, but actually, like I'm like I don't want to be this guy. That's hilarious. You That's know, what my father-in-law does. He like Google's everything. I laugh my ass off. I'm like, just ask Jim, my father-in-law. I just need it's to know. Every random fact there is to know. Actually, I tell people all the time, like having a curious mind is like one of my favorite things about about myself. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> moths don't have mouths, right? <laughs> hilarious (laughs) but yeah no that's great and that's cool just how that worked out like almost like you manifested or it's just like it was just happening your whole life and like the the writings were on the wall and you just followed the right the path that you needed to follow i've always been really good at that the one thing that i think has been leading to my success is i if an opportunity comes i jump i don't i'm not like scared like i literally gave up all of my income two years ago and just started a completely new business with zero money in the bank i bootstrapped the entire thing to where i am today that's so badass. That's the kind of shit people need to hear, though. That's like what people like, because there's so much fear and there's so much, again, like it starts in the mind, right? It starts with your mindset. Like anytime you're about to try something new or like do something risky, if you talk to too many people around you about it, they're going to start trying to talk you out of it. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're that's personality. They like to stay in the status quo. Yeah. And they want to be safe or mm-hmm. their fears, they're projecting them on you. Yep. And exactly. it's when you just make those decisions, like that's just, that's admirable to me. I've never like taken a leap and, and regretted it afterwards, which makes it easier to do it. Well, it's like a muscle. You can, yeah. it's like a muscle. And that's where um, it's interesting actually a girl that works for me sent me a post that I was going to repost and talk about this because it says like it costs zero dollars to have a millionaire's mindset. And like one of the things I think that makes people successful, regardless of how you're born, how much money you're born into, whatever, is the mindset. Because if you can do it once, you develop this muscle and to be able to do it again. So take this away from me. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go over here and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. So for you sure. like condition yourself to be able to do the same thing and you build confidence in yourself and you do it because you you've developed that that trait, you know, that grit to just jump. Absolutely. That's so, that's, that's just like, that is, it costs zero dollars to have me. That's, that's so true. I love that too. Yeah. So when I post that, give me some love. I'm going to show you mad love. I'll share it. <laughs> share that shit. <laughs> that is dope. Um, nice. Well, before we get close to wrapping up, I want to ask you, is there anybody that you, look up to and like you see the way they do do things and you kind of like get inspired by there are there's a couple people that i consider my really good friends and mentors um i'd say off the top of my head andy frisella okay yeah know that know the guy he's been one of my really good friends for a long time uh, i don't know him personally obviously i, I just know who he is him. so i actually worked for him doing instagram stuff for two years wow consulting for him yeah he's how i got into kind of like this whole industry 
Um, so he's amazing, super like this, one of the smartest guys I know. My husband is really, really extremely smart with business. And um, also JJ Virgin, who's a good friend of mine and my mentor, and she's the mastermind group that I, it's, it's a cool relationship because she's my client, we're friends, and she's also my mentor. So we kind of have this interesting dynamic, but she was the one that was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Go do this. You're really good at this. So I respect her a lot. And I feel like those are the kind of the people that I, when they say something, I actually really take it to heart and I listen. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you guys, so, yeah, I mean, and that goes with like, it's like what you said about your, your daughter, right? Like I'll, I'll make sure my kids are like not hanging around other people that are like the people you surround yourself with, the people you listen to, the people, you know, who are in your life. It, 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 it all feeds into the growth. Yeah. I think the hardest part is when you start on this journey, you're going to go through like a huge period of isolation where you have to let go of everybody that you've been not everyone, but a lot of people that you've been with your whole life because they're just not going to grow with you. And you kind of feel alone for a while, but then you start attracting all these other people and you find like your new tribe. So you just got to get through that uncomfortable period of like feeling like you don't have friends or like, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like leaving everybody and it all works out. That's amazing. Well, Teresa, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for dropping all this knowledge. Thanks for your energy. Like I feel uplift like i gotta go train some clients this afternoon i'm about to bring some heat (laughs) um no but seriously thank you so much and um just tell us where we can find you and get some more of that info yeah i mean my my main platform is instagram obviously um so it's just my name at Teresa de pasquale and Teresa has an h um and then you can read more about like me and my agency on our website which is capturesocialgroup.com amazing Amazing. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate your time. And uh, we'll see you soon, everybody. (laughs) See ya. Thanks for having me. Thank you.